Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for the Bad Batch. My name's Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts this episode. Why are you Ed, screaming? Why are you screaming? And Noma. <laughs> there we go. Okay, we're good. get that out. Ed, what episode of the Bad Batch are we covering this episode? If they can't we- read the title of the episode. Well, I hope you did read it, and even if you didn't, that's fine too, because we are going over Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 6, Tribe Called Quest. No, it's just Tribe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you guys ever play the old uh, PC game called Tribes? No. And it was basically, I, it was like, like mech about, kind of guy, it. like suit things. It was like yeah. the sequel to like Starforge and Earth Siege and all that stuff. Same, I think it was done by Sierra. I mean, I'm just talking music, but okay. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. <laughs> um, no, so we're going to discuss what happened in the episode. We're going to go over what may happen, what our predictions in this case may be, because we're still kind of in episodic mode right now. Yeah. So we're just really looking for Easter eggs. So we're going to name a few we saw, and if we've missed any, and you were just like, hey, why didn't they say that one? Feel free to contact us. There's many ways to do so. Um Honestly, if you want a list, you can, you can see it in the show notes. We also have our lovely Noma here who's going to list off all of those for you. Do you hear that, Noma? You're lovely. How dare you? You might I, be fantastic I, by the end. I don't know. For now, just lovely, you know. I aspire to be bridge troll Danny DeVito and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Got to play right, the bridge troll, troll Noma. So I'm not going to finish that sentence. Lovely bridge troll Noma. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, like I said, there's a variety of different ways to contact us. One of the easiest is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, we also got the merch shop, of course, which is shop.voiceoftheforce.com. Email-wise, you can find us at connect at voiceoftheforce.com. Social media, we're on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both of those is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing a listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us in five star in the comment has visibility. And you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. If that was too fast, then I apologize. I was just trying to make Dan have a seizure because he was uh, like nodding along as I was saying everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, we will go over it again at the end of the episode. Thank you, Noma. And before we move on, on uh one thing i just wanted to go over was we are joining up with the star wars podcast day yet again this year on february 7th so mm-hmm. just wanted to give you guys a quick rundown of what that is about so the star wars podcast day is brought together by a, a gentleman named dan not me a different dan um and that uh it's the 24th anniversary of jedi talk which is the very first star wars related podcast which premiered back on february 7th 1999 and it's just kind of a way to celebrate the community that we are a part of in terms of just not putting a nod back and acknowledging where podcasts started for Star Wars back with Jedi Talk. And um, if you guys want to look up Star Wars Podcast Day on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you have social media, you can find the list of podcasters that are out there that are also joining on this. I think it's over 100 by now uh, this year for Star Wars Podcast Day. So if you go find those, you can listen to the other amazing Star Wars podcasts. You'll see on our episode posts that we do for this episode on Twitter and Instagram that we will have uh, tags on those for Star Wars podcast day. And you can look that up and it will bring up all the other ones as well. And uh, we'll put links to the pages for those, uh, for those social media accounts for Star Wars podcast day 
on our website and in the show notes. So if you uh, want to listen to more Star Wars stuff, people probably talking about the Bad Batch or maybe other things, then uh, take a look and celebrate Jedi Talk, which premiered February 7th, 1989. Mm -hmm. With that said, Noma, take it away. All right. So, uh, of course, spoiler warning at the top, uh, you know, from this point onwards, we are going to be talking about Bad Batch and the episode and everything that happened in it. And if you'd like to experience it for yourself, you should stop here, go watch the episode and then come back. So that is a spoiler warning. Uh, before we jump into this episode, though, I just wanted to because unfortunately I wasn't here last week. Uh, so I just wanted to give my thoughts on episode five uh, in Tuned. I've only really got two. Um, and one of them. So I had a thought while I was watching. Hmm? Was one of them Horizon Zero Dawn? Yes. Okay, that I, was I, mine yeah, too. No, literally. <laughs> okay. yeah. I, halfway through, I was like, wow, if you told me that this season was going to have Horizon Zero Dawn and the giraffe was just going to have a head I couldn't get to the top of, I would have been <laughs> like, that doesn't sound right. But here we are. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you guys echoed the sentiment that I said where it was, it was, it was another episode and not a lot happened. And... For me, as soon as they started doing the, the first puzzle, the image that was ingrained in my head, because in my younger years, this happened quite a few times, was I was like, this episode reminds me of when I have woken up in the morning and go, oh, shit, I was supposed to run D&D &D today. And I have to <laughs> run it in three hours, and I can't think of anything. Oh Let's God. put together a really just whatever dungeon. And then I'll give them a DMPC who just tells them how to solve all the puzzles, so that way I don't have to think. Sounds like the puzzle that you gave <laughs> us with all the buttons. Oh, no, that one actually had a solution. I okay. just had a, a sheet with 300 different, well, I don't know, not that combinations. many, but like 60 different button combinations. And, That's so funny. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, that one was never solved, but I still have it for a later date. But yeah, no, because it was just like... Like every single trial, it was like, wait until the DMPC yeah. speaks and then she'll tell you how to solve it. And then at the end, oh, no, we should keep it for ourselves. Oh, no, the players don't want to. OK, here you go. Um, and so it was, it was it. Yeah, it 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 was an episode. But to me, it, it absolutely felt like DM putting together a plot at the last minute. Um, so, yeah, honestly, that's all I really have to say about the episode. Um, it was interesting. There were no stakes. Everything ends. Even the one death didn't even matter. So, you know. The one thing I was going to say is uh, mm. we, we did talk about quickly the, you know, ancient civilization that that thing is from. And it seemed like they're from the Zepho from Fallen Order. Because you remember the temple guards that, oh, that shoot yeah, the laser yeah, out of their chest? Kind of that smooth, it's got the, yeah, it's yeah. got the wavy, like, blue energy stuff. Okay. And, like, the head of it kind of looked like the head of those things where it's, like, kind of fanned out a bit. Mm. So we were thinking that yeah, maybe that's where it's from. I mean, I, I can't take credit for that. Um, that was uh, Star Wars Explained that kind of put that oh, together definitely. so i was like you know what that actually is a solid theory because yeah ancient civilization that outdates the jedi zepho marks those and the, mm -hmm. the style of the metal and stuff seemed pretty on point the way the doors slid and everything yeah. like that and apparently the, the zepho i think killed themselves or like they were a <laughs> war species or something like that and then they went through it all i i don't remember but they basically okay. screwed up and made too many it was mctrool's fault that bastard <laughs> no one's favorite Sith. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean that—that's interesting, and that you know, uh, if that's the case, I wish they had name dropped something, and then maybe yeah, like oh, the Zepho. I've heard this is the Zepho, or like because she spent, she spent yeah. the whole time making up gibberish names and stuff like that. You I couldn't drop yeah, Zepho, yeah. and then there'd be You're probably not smart like... enough to know that. To be fair, because that was like a Jedi, or no, 
Yeah, it was a Jedi it was, it researcher, was, like, right? Either that or finding something that like she's able to translate and says Zepho and or even tech because it got um, the translator. Yeah, on his yeah, visor. that's true. But uh, overall, it's interesting. I mean, my only other it's it's a very small gripe, but it just feels like they were like, well, we can't bring Hondo back, <laughs> but we want to bring Hondo back. Yeah, so let's bring her in. That, that was my point. Where it's yeah. just like, you know. It's it's Look, Hondo all over again, but at least this, no, this version of Hondo didn't try to sell Soka into child slavery. Yet. The, yet. <laughs> yet. Oh yeah, exactly. Days. If that ends up being her grand plan with Omega, then we'll just have Hondo too. That's just going to be uh, funny at that point. It's just like, all right, I, let's let's go for this again and see how it goes this time. I honestly, and I, I, I don't mean this in an insulting way, I don't think they have the balls. He's oh, better. They better not, because that that would hit so many it, yeah, wrong it buttons, s- and it would come so far to left field. It would be Ooh. like, wait, what? It would have been like, oh, but, but, they, they pulled a DJ line. That's all. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't join. Get out of here. Yeah. But to that point, though, uh, as we're about to go into episode six. They do flip a switch on something that I was shocked that they did because it had seemed like for the last five episodes, it was just off the table for some reason. Uh, We'll talk about that a little bit later. Hooray! Uh, You have the forgeries. We need to ascertain their viability. That will not be necessary. I created these chain codes myself. They will fool the Empire. Your assurance is meaningless. Check each one. Yeah, so this episode is Tribe. Uh, The writer is Mike Michanovitz. The director is Stuart Lee. As always, if I've mispronounced anybody's name, I apologize for that. Um, But yeah, without any further ado, let's get into the story. Uh, So it starts... But yeah, shit. so this episode starts with the I can't remember the ship's name. Oh god, uh, ship the Marauder, the the Marauder going uh, towards a space station. It looks pr- very cool. I'll give it that. Um, as they land, we are told it's called Vanguard Access, uh, or sorry, Vanguard Axis, um, and basically uh, Hunter, Wrecker, and Tech go to do this drop off, um, and Echo and Omega are guarding the ship. And so they go, and it turns out that uh, the whole thing is like a, a droid smuggler, or a smuggler droid, uh, I was going to say satellite, but like, out, you know, orbital outpost. Uh, so they go there, and the Riker has the, the paint or the goods, and it turns out to be uh, chain codes that tech has been spoofing. Uh, so they start uh, checking the chain codes to make sure that they work, and stupid me, I was like, wow, maybe the Bad Batch will finish a mission this time for once. Uh, no, of course not. They're not allowed to be competent. Uh, so Omega's like, I have a feeling that the plot is this way. And Echo's like, cool, I'm going to walk <laughs> off screen to help you. Uh, so Omega runs off in the direction of the plot and finds a bunch of the uh, smuggler droids uh, electro-staffing a Wookiee. And she's like, stop that. Guys, you're yeah, stop that him. droid. You're hurt. Yeah, and they're like, they turn around and then the Wookiee fights them. And then there, there's a chase scene uh, where like almost more droids come in and Omega's hiding from them. And I was like, why is she hiding from them? Nobody knows that she's not supposed to be here. Like she's just a perch. You could literally just say like, oh, yeah, I'm just wandering around. Well, you know, the rest of the guys are 
I mean, uh, they just murdered two droids, so. But no, but none of the other droids saw that, unless they're all connected somehow. But then that wouldn't make sense for what happens in a little bit. Um, so yeah, it's a little bit confusing. But uh, they shenanigans ensue. Echo gets pulled into it. Uh, they hear the the droid who's talking with Hunter and the others uh, has a comm link that he activates. And my first question was, why is he? Why does he have a comm link? He's a droid. Um, <laughs> and he's, he so have a he physical like, comm link? I thought it was just yeah, internal. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he has a physical so uh, comm cylinder. I didn't even notice. Um, yeah. Yeah, and my first thought was, why? Why don't you have integrated comms? But then Maybe at the same outdated, time, then, who knows? Right. I mean, that's fair. But they're all the same, same time, model too, right? Like, they all they all look the same. And I really, yeah. I will say, I really like the droid design. It looks super cool. Very Star Wars. Very L three three seven style. Ish, but chunk. Why? Yeah. Why, why you gotta do that? <laughs> it's true. I, I, was, I was gonna hold similar heads. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so like they they all run out, and at least you know it's like okay, well if you don't if you're so old that you have a, a non integrated com, it kind of makes sense why you don't immediately know what's going on. But then it makes me yeah. question more why Omega was hiding. So any either way, they they run off, and from the blaster fire they heard over the com. Tech is like, well, it's either Omega or Hunter. It's probably Omega. <laughs> yeah. And it's I'm like, like, yeah, yeah, well, at least you understand these shenanigans. Um, so it turns into a Mexican standoff um, uh, where hunters like they, you know, they run in they're like, oh, um, you know, stop it. We don't, uh, it's, it's wrong to trade in organic slaves, but, but selling Echo because we thought he was, we were pretending he was a droid last season yeah. is perfectly okay. Because uh, droids aren't people, but um, they have a little bit of an argument. The The main smuggler droid is like, no, we're taking him in alive. He's very important to a buyer of, and that gives... Uh, the Wookiee enough time to grab a lightsaber, and it turns out it's Gunji, and we'll talk about how I didn't yeah. know, realize that for the entire episode. I'm so excited. Um, so he, he dispatches them all, and like, oh my god, he's a Jedi, and um, you know, Gunji was afraid of Echo in the beginning, but they get that part out of the way. So they bring him back to the ship, they escape, because the Bad Batch is not allowed to actually ever complete a mission. Um, so they leave, go into hyperspace, uh, feed Gunji, they learn that he was trying to get back to Kashyyyk, even though he's never been there. Um, Hunter and I can't remember, I don't, did they interact with Wookiees in season one? Because otherwise it's a little bit convenient that Hunter's like, well, my Wookiee, I guess Shrewook isn't a thing anymore. My Wookiee is a bit uh, rusty, but I can understand him perfectly. Um, so they, they have that kind of stuff and it's like, oh, he's only ever seen Kashyyyk in dreams. So they go back to Kashyyyk and they go to land and credit to, credit to uh, you know, the writers and Filoni on this because I got very annoyed when they landed on Kashyyyk's forest floor. And I was like, okay, I guess they retconned that. And then about two minutes later, I was like, never mind, they, they did not retcon it. Okay, cool. Because uh, we learned very quickly why in the old Legends canon, you're not supposed to land on the forest floor of Kashyyyk because it's full of... Shadowlands. Yes, it is the Shadowlands. It's full of just awful monsters that are going to kill you. And so they run into them. Um, and I was like, oh, holy shit, someone remembers the Kinrather thing because we see the horrible spider monster things from... Uh, you know, the, the, although ironically, now that we've been to Adelon, they don't look as scary anymore. Yeah, because of the spider. Um, yeah, the spiders on Adelon and, and in the Mandalorian yeah. scare the shit out of me much more than. Oh, they do. The they, now. they look more Even spidery, Kotor, though. They weren't that scary, though. They were yeah, just like, yeah. they have like a little resolution. weird, like, head mouth thing. That's, it, it, yeah, yeah, it's the weird looking thing, right? Um, but yeah, so Gunji's like, don't worry, I have the force. And <laughs> they same animals now. And so, you know, they do that. Uh, keep walking through. And uh, they go to to the village, and uh, you know they have a or sorry they they are walking through the forest to get to the village that uh, Tech knows about, and so they get to the Southern Air Temple. Sorry, they get to the Wookiee village, and it's Jesus. been burned down completely. 
And Gunji has a, oh my god, no, the horror. And I'm like, you've never been here. <laughs> okay. Um, and then Hunter says a line that's very confusing, um, where he's, he's checking the ground, and he says, uh, Imperial tanks have been through this area. They burned it to the ground. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So we've got the, the I can't remember what they're called, but I've got a model of it here, so I can look it up. But the, the Sfat, t- the Sfat? tanks i think maybe yeah um the the ones from battlefront you know the the big uh, repulsor tanks that go through so i was like oh cool so we're gonna see that this episode um and then they say again because they see trandoshans coming at them and they're like oh hide oh it's trandoshans and they're using imperial tech and then the, the trandoshans come out and it's an aat no it's not it's a it's a modified uh it's like a imperial version of an aat all right Really? Yeah, it's a different tank. Yeah, here I'll, I'll pull the okay, model because it looked exactly like an AAT to me with a Republic symbol on it. So I was yeah, like, I don't up. know what's happening here. Um, but yeah, so while Dan's uh, trying to find it, um, yeah, the they they come in and uh, there's a, there's a Wookie with them and they're whipping it with a normal whip, which I also thought was hilarious. Um, it was like, wow, we can't splurge for an electro whip. Okay. Oh shit! No, no, no! Uh, what the hell? Sorry. You're mm-hmm. right. They are repurposed Imperial AATs. Imperial. Oh, okay. So they've retrofitted Separatist stuff with flamethrowers. I was thinking of something from um, Empire at War. There was like a, a um, Imperial tank there that I was thinking that it was. but Empire at War. Yeah. The, the tanks they had there were the tight crawlers. I think there was another one though. And then and then there were you know what I'm I'm gonna let's take a very, very quick break. <laughs> I'm literally just gonna grab the the model. Um Oh, I was thinking it was the repulsor tank, the two M Saber class. Yes, that's that's what it is. It's the Saber tank. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Uh yeah, from Battlefront and I can't remember it being Empire War, but that's what I thought been. it was. But yeah, it doesn't I, look anything like it now. I avoided land battles in that game like the plague, so it's very possible it could Yeah, these been. things were definitely um, AAT style. Yeah, they're AATs. Sure. Yeah. So I was like, what do you mean Imperial tanks, Hunter? You well, they, should be able to recognize an AAT. It, but it had the Imperial logo emblazoned on the side. It, Yeah, but it's also like hidden with the camo, so it's kind of hard to, okay. to see, right? And this, Either way, you wouldn't even have seen that by that. Yeah, point. you'd first be like, oh, it's an AAT. But anyways, um, they're like, okay, so we should ambush these Trandoshans. Nope, Gunji is going to pull a Leroy Jenkins. He just runs <laughs> right in there. Love it. He just beats up a bunch of the guys. And I'm like, okay, I guess we're not killing slavers, whatever. Um, and so they take them down. And uh, they they uh, basically, like, the Wookiee and Gunji talk for a little bit. And then he leaves. And then uh, everyone else keeps going. And then uh, the Wookiees come out of the... Or, they hear something and it's like, oh, it's not the uh, the spiders again. It's it's something bigger. And then um, the Wookiees kind of jump down, riding uh, giant lothcats. I don't know what they're called, but there's like giant. They're monkeys. They're like. Uh, Are they monkeys? They're yeah. Like cats. No, there's a little bit of history cat? behind that. I'll I'll uh, kind of give you guys a rundown after. Okay. Um. So yeah, the that happens, and then they go to the actual village. Um. And they have a little bit of a talk there and, and, and doing some things about talking about, oh, the Trandoshans are, are helping the Empire uh, strip all the resources from this planet. And it's like, okay, I, I guess we're, we're changing a little bit of, of what's eventually going to become uh, Kashyyyk's future, right? Oh, sure, why not? Um, why are they using Trandoshans? Well, I don't really need to justify that. You know, it's the Trandoshans. They hate the Wookiees. Just, it's like, it's a literally very easy buy. At, at this point, it's a national spirit. Of just hating Wookiees, right? Unless you're like 
unnamed Trandoshan that, that is supposed to be good. I mean, um, I do find it interesting that the Empire hired aliens to do their work. Because like, uh, I mean, I get it. There's an early Empire. Yeah, but they're yeah, xenophobic. They don't have enough. They're xenophobic, right? So like, normally you wouldn't have that, but I can see why they would use the Trandoshans in this mm -hmm. way because the vitriol between the two species yeah. like it's well that's that's I mean, part of it right yeah that's because exactly the why they would do it because like the, the no one's gonna have an issue with this because trandoshans this is what they live for yeah but oh sorry keep on yeah because the first bit it's like okay well we why would we even put ourselves there the empire it was just like mm. what do we have to deal with these beasts for like we just bomb it from orbit no mm. no they got resources we need it well nobody wants to waste their time in some forest backwater nonsense mm. a bunch of things gonna kill us as bad these guys us. Yeah. so they exactly and then isb comes in and was like well these guys are fighting forever i guarantee you they mm. didn't even have to pay the trend oceans they would literally just oh, be like you can have no. all the wiki pulls oh. you want yeah. They were like, we can, you know, we can offer you something that we're not going to pay you. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we'll, we'll incentivize for you. And then you go and just run free. You can take yeah. as many as you want. Okay, the scorekeeper yeah. will be happy. I, I was, I was yeah. going to say, literally, just like, yeah, we won't interfere. You want some scorekeeper points? Go nuts. Um, and, I mean, it, it does, it's it's definitely uh, something that, that they have in this episode that I can understand. Because as far as I remember, in the EU um once they were going about the entire um exploitation of kashik or kashik kashik um they did hire trandoshans to enslave the wookies um so that was like the the big thing that they were part of right mm -hmm. so it was just it was interesting where it's like oh really they're using trandoshans to uh strip the planet for resources okay sure it's not a big leap you know i can get that uh what is a little bit bigger of a leap but again i can and you know i can understand it is uh, then they're like, we have to talk with the trees. And I was like, are there ants on Kashyyyk? I don't We know that the forest is like all for like the Wookiees and stuff are all force. Like there's. But there, there's never force. as far. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I remember, though, there's never been like a like. Well, but here, here was my logic yeah. uh, as I was watching it. Right. Because I was like, I don't remember Wookiees having a spiritual uh religion connection. that yeah religion or connection with their trees i don't remember that oh ever really they, I, I do but i don't built, know where from okay like i always thought it was as far as i knew they built their trees up high in the warship trees because uh the shadowlands were a hellhole and so you get up there to escape and you build your camp they it, it's like it's like it's just a nature thing you know or it's like mm -hmm. they're appreciating what nature gave them like yes the floor is so dangerous but this is why yeah. the rocher trees grow so tall so they can house us and they yeah. can protect us and we'll still go down when we need to they build their stuff out of the vines most of their things that are built out of rocher anyway if mm -hmm. you see rocher anywhere out in the galaxy it's because it came from Kashyyyk. yeah like yeah. all that so it's just and we know was, we know that they like have that like respect for their planet right that's the big thing yeah. so they're yeah, just like and, living on it which is but, different from going on pure like oh the, the trees yeah. like that's right um I mean, so that was one side of it and that was where at like for a bit i was like uh, okay it, it reminded me of when we were talking about tales of the jedi and i was like look i like that ahsoka's your um iridonians are spiritual but it just it felt like a rush kind of like oh i read a crash course on buddhism yeah or sorry sorry shintoism yeah the planet has life oh you mean you mean it's a grutens Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is their plan is their planet <laughs> Iridonia? Isn't that yeah? Or ir yeah, isn't their planet? I don't remember. It, it'd have to be something with Toguru or whatever, because Iridonia is the Zabrax. 
Oh, my bad. Maybe I'm just losing my mind. But yeah, sorry. The Togrutans on Ahsoka's world, their whole thing with like, oh yeah, revere nature, watch me kill this animal in front of you. Um, it, it just kind of... Death like, is was, a thing! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at it, baby! <laughs> um, so it was that for, for like a little bit, and then I kind of reminded myself like, oh yeah, well, they, Wookiees do have life day. So, yeah. you know, if we if we tweak that a little bit, it's like... I like how there. that's what you remember from the Wookiees. Well, because it was like, you know, it's fucking hilarious. It's less cultish this time um, because they don't just pull red robes out of nowhere uh, and walk into space. But um, it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, I can see with a little bit of tweaking it, like this just being an extended version of whatever that spirituality Mm -hmm. is. So, okay. Um, And then the elders like, ah, the trees have a plan. And I was like, so there are ants in Kashyyyk. Um, and then Hunter's like, cool, let's do the tree plan. And then the tree plan, this is an actual um, thing I'll talk about, but the tree plan was didn't need to be a thing. Um, because basically they ambushed the uh, Imperial, quotes, Imperial Transition Convoy. And now, now at this point in Bad Batch, we are fine with killing people. We have finally flipped that switch of being like, yes, death is okay now. Uh, which was very jarring because in all the last episodes, it was like, no killing, no killing. uh, But again, then we talked about it. Season one, they're fine with killing. Season two, they're not. I think it was a trend ocean. It's easier to kind of show. No, but they killed clone troopers too. They Um, they left, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who killed them? They Well, uh, the Wookiees, the Bad Batch, and uh, the Wookiees and Bad Batch kill Trandoshans and clones, and then the clones and Trandoshans kill Wookiees. Yeah, okay. Uh, So, like, it's just full, full sale slaughter all of a sudden. Um, So the ambush goes off. It goes off uh, pretty much without a hitch. There's a lot of uh, plot armor getting thrown around until Wookiees show up so they can take bullets. I love the Wookiee Um, that was on the... uh, They're called the... Myalala? What is it? Myalaya? Malaya. I don't know. Anyway, Yeah, the big monkey cat. Yeah, it like jumps jumps on the the AAT and then they're like... And then the fucking gets shot right off. And you're like, yeah, as it's jumping away, he you didn't kill them shot. yet. You just jumped on the AAT. Yeah, it's it's very weird. Also, yes, my tongue just couldn't get around that word for some reason. No, no, they showed up so they could take. Uh, yeah, they yeah, showed up yeah. so they could take an L. It's just like, oh, the situation needs to seem tense. The Wookiee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, it goes off without a hitch, and then um, while Jesus. while they're they're letting the Wookiees die, the Bad Batch goes around, and some of the other Wookiees go around pounding the trees uh, and it draws the kinrath and Sorry. it's like okay this is Sweet why wooden jesus go ahead <laughs> yeah okay. um, but yeah like the the kinrath start pouring down the trees and it's like oh yeah this is why the shadow lands are scary um so they fucking murk everybody um and so like the battle ends and then all the clones and trandoshans are dead um except gunji was fighting the big bad trandoshan who i, I don't his, his name is venomar it, it doesn't matter uh, he he could have been named Steve for all for all his importance in in Star Wars, but anyways, he fights uh, Gunji fights Steve. Gun, sorry, Gunji fights Steve, and then uh, we don't really see the resolution of it. And so when the battle ends, um, I think it's Hunter asks like, "Oh, where the kids go?" Um, so we see Omega uh, running, and uh, uh, Gunji is fight, has a standoff with Steve for a little bit, and he's burning down the forests, and uh, uh, Genji cuts his flamethrower in half, and then uh, Steve's like, all right, I guess I'm going to fight you with my fists. Um, and then it doesn't happen because a bunch of kinrath come down from the trees, and Genji's like, okay, well, I-, I guess I'll let you fight them. And he does, at least. You know, Steve gets a few... Sh- uh, few he punches them, like, in. three times. Yeah, and <laughs> then the kinrath wrap him up and drag him up, screaming as <laughs> him and Omega, like, reunite. Yeah. And I was fucking dying. I was like, how many points is that? 
Yeah. What does scorekeeper think of that, buddy? <laughs> oh, he lost all the giant yeah, half he points. Fucked. He yeah. became prey. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, hey, he's just like, you fucking lost everything, buddy. Um, but he's a bad guy because he said whoever finds uh, Gunji gets a hundred Wookiee pelts, so it's cool that mm. he gets liquefied into uh, into Trandoshan slurry and eaten by the Kinrath. Yum. Um, but yeah, so that kind of wraps that up. Everything's fine. Gunji's on Kashyyyk now. And uh, nobody knows anything that happened here. And so we get a little uh, ending shot where um, Hunter's like, ah, oh, I wish we didn't have to drag kids into this war. And the Elder's like, yeah, well, it's bad when they leave and it's good when they come back. And I was like, okay, how does that have anything? Oh, it's credits. Okay. <laughs> Just... <laughs> there was some good stuff, though. Like, they said, like, you know, like, Gucci wants to stay because he can't, like, he doesn't know what village he's from, right? And yeah. then the Elder's are saying, like, it doesn't really matter. He's part of our village now, right? He's... He's a yeah, he's like yeah. a son of Kashyyyk, and now he's back home. And I thought that was kind of nice because Gunji doesn't have a family. Like we don't know where his master yeah, was because he became a Padawan, but we don't know where yeah. his master is or who his master was. I'm assuming full of blaster bolts, most likely. Yeah. But the other thing too is like, it's interesting that he was like immediately go back to Kashyyyk instead of trying to find his like Padawan friends or like anything well, of that nature that we know not of. Not immediately, right? Because right? he's been on the run for like since Order sixty six. But yeah, that was only so like seven months ago. Left. Yeah, yeah, like may maybe a year. Yeah, yeah. and so, the thing too is like, he doesn't have a tie to Kashyyyk except for in his dreams, right? But yeah, think of it this way, right? No, I understand Wookie, it. I just I thought it was an interesting choice. But Wookiee Padawan, anywhere he goes, instantly recognizes. Well, oh, there's a Wookiee mm. there, and Wookiees and are he's slaves, a, and he's a kid. Galaxy. So if somebody and they live really fucking long, so if somebody finds him, get him now and yeah. we'll be good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna like, have low bucket. You're not gonna know he's a yeah. You're not you're not gonna know he's a force user, but like, oh, and they'd be gunning for him too much where he has him, and he obviously got caught. I have so, I hmm. have the fucking best. It's thing not to gunning talk about. for Gunji. No, no, it's no. Not, okay. stuff about Gunji from from before and, and the, how it ties into this episode. I'll talk about okay. it once oh, we get into so, it. So, so that there was something I was curious about with this because I I've only seen pictures of it. it it's not one of the episodes that I had watched. Okay. Um, but I was curious because there, I, I know that one of the episode uh, previses that they had. I was about uh, to say when, this. Yeah. Oh, it was I, okay. So yeah. no, I was, I was, I didn't know if this was true. Did you want me to give you the rundown um, on it? Well, so I'll just give my sure. spiel on it. I guess you yeah, yeah. let me know how much of it was right. I, I know that um, before the lost episodes came out, which was season six technically, um, Dave Filoni basically uh. A kind of like put like leaked slash put out like it was just on it YouTube was in a convention people yeah. grabbing it yeah at one of the celebrations i think um and people just grabbed a bunch of the the footage and stuff and posted it online but uh there was one episode that he said was supposed to take place on kashik um and the only reason it connected for me was i, I do remember that he had said uh, after echo had joined the bad batch yeah um they were supposed to go back to kashik and there was supposed to be uh like some episode with um that had like a bunch of things to do there and like them helping the Wookiees. And um, I was like, Oh, okay. So maybe that's what it was. Maybe they had the Kinrath models, you know, kind of already. And then they did this previs and then uh, they were like, well, we need more filler for the bad batch for some reason. Let's do that episode again. Yeah. Uh, so we've already got everything written for it. So Dan, how correct was I? On You're that? pretty close. So like this, the uh, captain or commander of Venomar, Venomore, he was created for those previous episodes and they were supposed to okay. be in. Um, and interesting enough, the the writer for that episode is the same writer for this episode, Matt Machenovitz. 
So he okay. kind of repurposed what they worked on then to bring into mm. this, which is awesome. Um, so essentially what this is, is the original episode was supposed to be, you know, you know, Echo joining in and stuff like that. And mm. it was st still supposed to be within the Clone Wars. So it was during the Confederacy of the Independent Systems um, joining up with the Trandoshans and like invading oh, okay. Kashyyyk. And then in response to them trespassing on Kashyyyk, the Wookiees basically, you know, speak with the trees and stuff like that and then get the permission to basically burn down part of the forest to run them out. Okay. And then, did, yeah. So, like, did, did they have some sort of switch where it was, like, instead of the Elder, it was, like, Chewbacca or Tarful? Or... No, it was, it, there was no mention of any, like, specific, I think, oh, okay. I think Tarful was supposed to be in it. I think there was, like, some previous stuff with him in it, like, with the okay. birds and stuff like okay. that. So I think he was Makes part sense. of, like, the attacking party, maybe. Um, hmm. But, yeah, no, I think that's pretty much, like, the kind of, you can kind of see where their similarities are with, like, the burning of the forest, but instead of it's the Wookiees doing it on their own volition, it's the Trandoshans doing it and they're trying to stop yeah. them. Um, I, I did enjoy in this episode that they did like shovel sand and like dirt onto yeah, all the fires. Yeah, they show how to put out a fire when you don't have water around. Yeah, and I, I thought that was good though because it's like, yeah, like the forest, if you just let it go, it's probably just going to burn. Yeah, when your planet is a, when your planet is a forest, one forest fire will be pretty devastating, right? right? So, no, I thought it was pretty interesting. And yeah, so so the thing that I think I've kind of uh, pinpointed or I guess just the, the point that I've kind of found that I think makes the most sense to me is that in Clone Wars, right, we had a lot of filler episodes. However, the overarching main plot was that we knew watching Clone Wars that all of these characters that we're watching will end up in episode three. And so we're just kind of, yeah, we have episodes where it's just developing their character. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, this is just adding on to their role in episode three. And so I think that's why it was much more palatable. However, for Bad Batch, we're still getting that padding. But as far as we know, unless they're going to make some big grand change, they're not in episode four, right? They don't play a contribution. I don't to think they will. Own. Yeah, I, I, I don't yeah, think I they're going to be part of it. They might be part of the rebellion in a cell on the like outside mm. of it. But I, I, I highly doubt that they're going to be like, oh, yeah, they're in the background. Yeah. But so that's yeah. the thing, because we there there is no like grand endpoint where we understand where their characters are going to end up the fact that we're we've now got i mean basically six episodes of filler like you could argue one or two maybe were important for tech development but in oh, in the grand scheme of things it's like yeah we've got six episodes of filler and with no conclusion no reason for it we do have and some so buildup of some things but it's very loose it's very loose like we get introduced to they're, they're setting up Ooh. stuff obviously but it's not like there's 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 not a common thread through everything yet. Like there's not ben like a setting something up. It is setting up characters yeah. for that support system. Like they're gonna have maybe they're gonna have Kashyyyk <laughs> with Gunji. Maybe maybe yeah maybe. Right. They're gonna have um, V. Maybe uh, fucking, but, that, but that's the thing. They're all maybes. Yeah. We we don't know for sure, right? Exactly. Again, once the series is over, we might know. But at the moment, it feels like I could watch episode one and two of Bad Batch. And, like, and I'm just know, going right to eight. Yeah, yeah, probably. And like maybe the crosshair episode, maybe right. I would say so. Um, yeah, like at this no, moment, yeah, yeah. the crosshair. Yeah, but at this moment, you know, for sure. it, it depends. That's that's true. Because mm. yeah. yeah, we all are thinking, you know, oh, of course they're gonna bring crosshair into the end of season two. But they literally couldn't just do nothing with him for the rest of the season. One thing yeah. I'll say too is like they they got allotted sixteen episodes, 
and maybe the story they 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 want to tell like that core story they want to tell is like eight or nine of those episodes right and then they have seven episodes or six episodes to be able to tell stories that they want to tell in star wars and have that mm. creative freedom to do it with these characters right and like mm. obviously for this episode it was basically repurposing and changing the story to kind of work with the bad batch from the clone mm. wars lost episodes right so i think yeah. there's a little bit of they have stories that they wanted to tell mm-hmm. and like specifically with those droids in this episode like i don't know about you guys but the only thing i thought about immediately was the droid gatra and all of their like droid mm. like yeah. empire right so like i was like okay that's probably who they are maybe i don't know because we never got confirmation except for they're just it, it's Spoilers, yeah the problem right? there is it's the same thing as what we were just saying with last episode in zepho right where it's like if that's the case say it drop a, yeah drop a little something something for us right don't just have us sitting there guessing um but also ed you had a good point too about uh your own um what's, what's the word look for hypothesis as to why it feels so kind of draggy yeah like we were saying a little bit before but this kind of feels like how like we mentioned clone wars and mm. season three we had like okay we start off strong and we set up some stuff and then you know that those one two episodes we start off with now we need a three arc filler and in Mm. that filler at the very least again because like dan noma said we we know what's going to end up with season three these characters gonna be there so we gotta give them some fluff we gotta give them some padding Mm. okay but they still give tidbits as to what was happening in the overarching plot or either a comm link call or mention of somebody a cut to something and then mm. back to the filler. We get one more episode in the middle of those with like, okay, here's the important things going on. And now we got to go across the galaxy. So more filler arc. Mm. Okay. And it wasn't towards the latter half of that season that we started to really pick up again all the way into the intro season four and then more padding. Yeah. Right. So with something like this now, as Noma said, like we don't, they're not going to be in force. So what's going to happen? I was having like three arguments in my head while you guys were going over all this stuff. <laughs> and the first one was like, you know, you can't please everybody. So there's the whole like, like Dan was saying, maybe they yeah. had eight or nine episodes where they really wanted to tell that was the arc, mm. right? But let's say they gave us that and then we're just like, oh, well, they should have given us more. How did tech all of a sudden get so, when did he become more of a people person? All that right. stuff. Now we can, kind of has well, that. We, we have these episodes now to show us that. Um, like we were saying before, normally you were saying during um, Book of Boba Fett, why aren't more of these ancillary characters more fleshed out? Mm. Why do I care about the casino blowing up yep. when we know nothing about them? Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's just like, it feels like all those points that were made before, it's just like... That's kind of what we're here, getting. Right? Mm. So it's like, in, not fully, because I believe some of them yeah. are genuinely like, this is, you don't need a whole episode for this. Kind of thing, mm. and this could easily be put into something. Maybe at that point, maybe not, because maybe those episodes are so hectic with things and people being split up that, like, sure, you don't have time for that kind of stuff. So mm. maybe, but like, as much as it irks me right now, I have to hold on for that kind of like, this will pay off. Mm. These episodes, while they may not be the strongest, they may not hold my attention for the whole thing they are important fluff because like Dan was saying, maybe characters might come into play. Yes. It's a maybe, Mm. but if you need to show them here and show their quirks and show their weirdness and show what motivates them 
so that when something comes down the line, it's like, we need help. Well, we need this. We need this. Oh, how did how did he know to jump in and just hit that button on the speeder that he's never done before? They're going to mm-hmm. jump into a vehicle. I've never seen one of these. Call the pirate. Oh, yeah. Do you know how to find Is that one of those? Oh, yeah. Well, she just makes yeah. some mm-hmm. things from anywhere. She knows. Oh, this one's right. Yeah. 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 So things like that, like those little points that we beg for, like give us a reason to see why they would mm. either need the help, who they call, how they know it, whatever. Hell, Omega could even do things like, oh, it was it was in one of Faye's stories. Okay. Yeah. I'm Done. glad that like, we got that Fee episode, though, because like like you said, like if we just had Fee join in on Bad Batch and she just, just feels like she's part of the crew, mm. there's no reason for that. But at least with that episode from last week... Yeah, we get that like she's worked with them before and they're on good terms and, mm-hmm. you know, they're amicable, right? Like, Not just yeah, uh, I, come in. Hey, who are you? I wouldn't say strongly that it's good, but I important. Yes, mm. maybe. Yeah. But again, like Noma said, we have to put a suffix of maybe yeah. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. everything here. And it also definitely kind of like what you guys were saying. It depends on how they are shown to be important, right? Yes. Like if if it's something like that oh, one of her stories came in handy and it helped us get out of the situation. Yeah. Perfect. That's a good way to have then established, you know, anyone believe everyone believes your stories. Well, there's a reason why now, right? We're getting yeah. into that. As long as it's not like, you know, oh, it turns out she's the Martez twins' mom and then I'm, just, I'm literally going to throw my computer out a window. No, yeah, uh, like, no. But I don't think that's going to happen. I, I don't think so. I don't think they'd resort to anything that bad. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but that's just what I'm saying, right? Is like, is as long as it's it's a good setup like that. Because I, I mean, something else that I think is also interesting is there are a lot of fluff arcs in Clone Wars that just don't pay off. Pay off. Yeah, they're just fluff. Yeah, like the one that always comes to mind with me because I, but I liked it. But mm. it, I might as well have not watched it ever. Is is uh, the Z- the Zylo Beast, Zillow Beast? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that arc a lot. It yeah. definitely isn't because I like Kaiju. Hundred percent. You kidding me? No. Godzilla trying to eat that. That's literally what it yeah. is. Yeah. Face Godzilla? No, I couldn't. They did have a second but, episode on that though. Return of the Zilla Beast. Well, it, it's a two-parter, right? Yeah. Like they they have the the them taking it back, and then yeah. it, uh, being it, it goes from being Godzilla to King Kong. Yeah. Um, but like that episode's good, right? And and I was wondering about that too. And that's because it's two episodes, and there's a lot of time, and you flush it out, and really focus on all these things. But yeah, there is no payoff, honestly. Um, and I'm not sure how I'd feel if Bad Batch was doing that. It's just it's just a point I'm making of a lot of those arcs that are nothing arcs are uh, ones that stick with people because it had so much more time to kind of establish itself yeah. and show all these characters who never ended up being important, like the scientist lady, whose name I don't remember, um, who looks like a dinosaur. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, things like that. But at the moment, something else I thought was kind of interesting was I was thinking to myself as I was watching it, um, if this had come out right after Book of Boba Fett, I would be like Living. an inferno. Yeah, I'd be an inferno of rage. Um Granted, I think a big part of that is because it, it's just how they, whoever at this point, if it was the execs or some, or, or some writer or somebody who just kind of floundered with the Boba Fett story. Um, I wonder though, would you be? Because this is the kind of thing that you were asking for. That's true. More time to establish yeah. characters, yeah. right? So I don't uh, know if you'd hard. be living, but you, yeah. you'd be more patient at that point, probably just to be... maybe. Yeah, it it yeah. would be very funny if it was the opposite. I yeah. feel like it might um, be though, because yeah, that is a point. Yeah. yeah. No, it is a good point. I did want well, and 
with Book of Boba Fett as well, it was that we have all these characters that for the most part are established. Mm. And then you bring in characters I'm supposed to care about as much as them. And you're like, care about the mods. Why? Because they look cool. And... Nobody cared about them. Yeah, exactly. No, nobody. The did. Gamorreans fell off a cliff. I don't remember the names, but they, they were funny. Did they have okay. names? When did anybody ever I'm care sure about Gamorreans in this fucking universe? I'm well, sorry. but these ones were funny, and they were like Dumb and Dumber, and then they got pushed off a cliff, yep. and then so were the ones in Jabba's now. palace. Like, like, yeah, but those ones weren't funny. They just got choked by Luke, which is another thing. But you know, um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it is a good point though that like, but I think as, as well with that, it, it's how attached I am to the characters. And something that I, I have pointed out before is that mm. I wasn't a huge fan of the Bad Batch in Season 7. Um, yeah, no, it was that, really interesting. So. Yeah, part, part of that is my own fault, just of the fact that I watched the previs like 17 yeah. times. Yeah. Um, because I never thought we were getting it. Nobody did, um, yeah. Yeah, right? So I watched that and the Boba Fett episode like 50 times. Yeah. Um, and hey, the Boba Fett one turned out to be canon too. But yeah. Um, yeah, that. So then, when I saw them again, and then they've got the, you know, the never in danger, and they've never been in danger in this whole thing. The most they've ever been in danger is when they were fighting Crosshair, and even then, I knew no one was dying. No, um, at least not. So at that, that time, is another. Yeah. yeah, I guess that is another part. Like I'm coming into this knowing it's a kids show, and uh, well, again, not a kids, yeah, kids show, but yeah, one of those shows. It's not like, meant uh, to all... pick apart every piece of it. The, yeah, the chances of any of the Bad Batch dying outside of a, a mid or season finale is as high as Anakin dying in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah, it just wouldn't happen. Zero. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which kind of sucks when you have a bigger cast, though, because at least you know with Anakin, that's one character that I'm won't really, die. That's I'm really one hoping. character who won't meet Grievous. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else can. So there's some moment of like, okay, if they're not a main character, oh, he's doing mm. up against Grievous, he's probably going to die. He's yeah. going to have a save the collection. Like, you have that fear. Oh, he got yeah. away. Oh, shit. Like, you you can... Yeah. You don't there's, know a, what to there's a guessing game there. Yeah, I'm really mm -hmm. excited to see if they maim a character, like in terms of like maybe the like wrecker, like I don't know, his arm gets the like shot so he can't use his arm or something like this. So he only has one arm or like his leg or <laughs> you, I, I don't you, know. You know, you know what it would end up being. I, I, I'm go. curious. Yeah, arm is gonna get shot off. His what? His scuffling arm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Because you know, it's it's something that they can fix. <laughs> no, I I, I, I want them to be able to it's like a mortal wound. Now he just has a new arm. We yeah. a new action. Figure. But see that the thing here. I think I think they they might go that way with some of the they, characters in to create some sort of if if they wanted to create some sort of struggle and some sort of fear for the character is have them injured in that way. Like we got Wrecker in the they, first season yeah, with the chips, right? And and like yeah. and like that was scary because you're like how the f are they going to deal with that? Because Wrecker's just destroying everything and then you get him back down on that table and get that thing out of him, right? So it's like in 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 subsequent watches though. I mean, granted, at the time, yeah, it was like oh shit, what's going to happen? But on subsequent watches it just gets annoying where it's like cool. So when he's evil, he's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he's good, he's a he's fucking nerfed. idiot. Yeah. So, um, but that's but, a that's a whole anime meme in itself. Yeah. So, you know. Um, this is an important yeah. point though to circle around to once maybe near the end of the season like episode 14 or something mm. like that. Maybe even at the like the finale where we we come back to this point about these episodes being important or not because there's too much up in the air to even think about them this much like we've already gone more into it than we should dangerously so only because if they do not pay off then yes noma become that <laughs> inferno of rage because yeah. it would be well deserved um 
just because at this point, if if you're doing fluff for the sake of fluff, God, ugh, you yeah. know, yeah. but like if fluff for the sake of fluff, you might as well just have the nine episode season. Mm. If it's important fluff and you stick it in first, perfect, because that way I have to get through it, at least in the initial yeah. wash through to be able to get to the good stuff and then it connects together. So then I don't have to go back and watch it again. I'll just season one's done. Cool. Season one, season two episodes, one and two, and then season like normal season, mm-hmm. season two, episode 10 go kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. for like, if you had to do like a Kai version yeah, of, the, of Star Wars, like, yeah. th- this would be, that would be the way to do it. And then you tell people like, okay, well, if there's important fluff, you know, maybe you have episode four in there. Episode six in there, yeah. And He's then like the key episode. Well, I mean, like again, even yeah. Clone Wars is not. Uh, there's a, there's a handful of key episodes or yes. arcs, right? But expectation yeah. is also the the main thing here, right? Because again, with Clone Wars, it was like it's an episodic kids cartoon. Well, kids quote quote uh, cartoon show. You know, it's it's an episode of the week dilemma. It's a chronological story that's out of order. Um, so when you know those things going in, you're like, I am not expecting every episode to contribute to the plot. This is Star Wars pulpy adventure. Right. Yeah. However, then you do as we are right now, right? Bad Bad Season 1, Mandalorian, or I think Bad Bad's came out. Andor, yeah. Um, yeah, Mandalorian, Bad Batch, Mandalorian Season 2, Andor, Obi-Wan, all of these tight knit shows. They even Bad Bad Season 1, right? Like they had some fluff episodes, but this the, the plot was much more... Uh, tight and there was a there's like, a there's a thread from the beginning yeah there, there, there was, was an overarching yeah. exactly yeah there's an overarching threat and a plot the entire time um one thing i'll say is those are live action versus these are animation well, right action, and but, well yeah. animation in general like clone wars like first three sure, to four but, seasons but season are like seven this. as well so, yeah. you know because that would fit into this time yeah. as well season seven and tales of the jedi sure. i wouldn't count um because it's well, a very control it yeah, series yeah, and it's so much shorter. So if you if you cannot do fluff in that sense, right? Um, everything has to add and do something. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's jarring then to have like six, seven different series come out that are all tight, concise, narrative driven, and then we have one episode of the week. And it's like, if you did not tell us this beforehand, it's going to feel weird. It's going yeah. to feel like you're wasting time because everything else that you've done so far has followed a different pattern. And it's also and amplified see- too because we are watching it week to week and we're yeah. not watching it as a full mm-hmm. season and just binging it, right? That's that's yeah. where it suffers too. Like, I mean, which is which yeah. is what has me so, you know, hopeful that it is important because they didn't tell us, and if you didn't tell us because it was it was like just nonsense. Mm that's oh my days why how dare you do that to somebody but they're just like if we tell them this and it's important stuff well nobody's gonna tune until week 10 well that's the thing too is like they they have 16 episodes so they got to use them right and everybody's waiting like every single episode that we've had the only underarching theme that we've had is that they're working for sid or they're at sid's Mm. that's the only underarching that we have and there's been a conflict in there a little bit but that's everything outside of them knowing sid yeah is very every episode is episodic except for the first two there mm. was a mini arc there where they kind of attached two episodes together on sereno mm. and see sorry go ahead, go ahead. Like say like we got a little bit of stuff on sereno 
little bit of background stuff and how you know some people may see Dooku and and all this and the separate stuff and kind of working mm. through that. Um, and you know we have this reoccurring theme, I guess, with um, Hunter reconciling with the fact that he wants to give Omega a, a kid's life, but mm. the fact of the matter is that's impossible in this galaxy. And for him to help protect her, he has to help teach her how to take care of herself in situations mm-hmm. that he's not there. Yeah. Right? I mean, there there is a small argument to be made. I, I don't necessarily think it's a solid one, um, but I think there is a small argument to be made that Omega is now safe. Um, just because we have all but wrapped up the Camino scientists uh, arc. Rampart. Right, that is the that is the thing you could still go with, right? Is Rampart? That's where I see it going. Sure, and if that's the case, then yeah. But so far at this point, you could argue Omega could be safe. However, would the Bad Batch be willing to abandon her? This is why Absolutely I think not. it's not a, a yeah. That's why I think it's not a solid argument. Would they be willing to abandon her somewhere? No. Yeah. Would they be willing to settle down somewhere? No. Yeah. So, I mean, they yeah. want to settle down somewhere, but they don't have the money for it. So they need to do jobs yeah. that are high risk. Or well, they just they just never reward. finish jobs, though. That's the problem. <laughs> just, yep. just one more job, Arthur. Yeah. Yeah. And oh then we'll have yeah. enough, enough to money, get yeah. We'll go to Tahiti. At least he was able to complete jobs. You know, at least at least they're following in Hondo's footsteps. Hondo always tried to make some money, but he never succeeded. I, I will say also, well, yeah, Hondo is, is his own thing. But I will say at least, at least... There's no mica in the Bad Batch. <laughs> there you go. Because then I would be, it would be hard for me to. I, I actually didn't beat Red Dead because of him. Really? Um, I I was like, I, you want you want me to do a, a mica mission? I'm gonna do <laughs> sandbox then. You're, I you're I, gonna get a gun. <laughs> you got a second holster. It's great. Well, no. So so I helped him in the in the you know the awful beginning one right where you break him out and all that stuff. But yeah. at, like literally after he ran into the house and killed those two people, I was like, I'm not helping you again. Fuck you! <laughs> you used me, and then you tried to assault a woman. Uh, fu- no, like tried to strip shot her. Well, that one, um, uh, the one you know, in the the basement of the Irish gang. Uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, they they then rescue. No. Um, but yeah, no. So I literally like I, I if if it hasn't been apparent on this podcast yet, I can be incredibly petty. And so when the game was like, bike a mission, this is your only option. I was like, cool, not finishing the story. And I just continued off and then watched a, a video. And I was like, well, I'm glad I didn't because I would have been so angry. <laughs> I, won't, I won't spoil Red Dead Redemption 2 just in case, but yeah. it literally was just like, I am Timeless game. Yeah. Can I, oh, it's timeless still game. so good. But yeah. Can I bring us back to this for about Gunji? No, no, now I'm going to go to Grand Theft Auto. So, <laughs> I've been watching through with Marissa um, the episodes of the Clone Wars literally yesterday of Gunji and the arc where Ahsoka takes the pad or the younglings to Ilum to go through their trial to get their, co- their um, kyber crystals. Their KOTOR crystals? Yeah, their kyber <laughs> crystals. And like Yoda's there and stuff like that. And so all the, all the younglings go in and they all have to basically find their own crystal and they will only know their crystal because of like the shine they see and they're the only ones who see that. So each youngling has basically one thing to get over, to learn, right? To get their kyber crystal. And one of the first younglings to find their kyber crystal, but not able to get it right away, is Gunji. He runs in oh, okay. with, uh, I can't remember her name, but she's the Rodian. 
and they're sit they're standing there and she's like oh it's right there like i can see it and she's like well it looks like you have to wait because the sun's coming in and it's melting all the ice to get to where you need to go she's like you have to be patient and you have to wait for the ice like for the sun to go down so then it freezes over to go get it and then to run back before the the big ice door closes and so he's like sitting there and he basically he has to learn patience to do this right so he goes and does that and then gets his crystal and he comes back and he's one of the first ones back but as you can see in this episode of the bad batch he is anything but patient because of this uh, the trauma he's gone through right like he's the first to jump out and attack the trandoshans twice right and he he definitely doesn't have the same rationale and the, the the patience he did have going back from those Clone Wars episodes and coming into this, literally back to back, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, like it, it's interesting to see how his character developed over you know the the year and a half maybe or two years and and a bit that he's been a Padawan. Um, and, uh, you know, he's able to speak with animals and all this other stuff, which makes sense with Wookiees and things because they're really in tune with nature. But I don't know. I thought it was a pretty interesting little juxtaposition between, like, him learning patience and him having zero patience, which was interesting. Um, and then the Wookiees and, and Kashyyyk in this episode did bring him kind of back to that patience when he saw them, like, you know, putting their hands on the tree and, like, basically communing with nature. And then he just kind of followed suit. And then he did it at the very end, too, of this episode, which I, I thought was interesting because it, it kind of brings him back to his people and the way that they commune with the Force, I guess, in their own way. So, mm. yeah, a little juxtaposition I'm, with Gunji. I'm just, I'm just simultaneously very salty and very happy that we didn't get Kashyyyk Ents. Because <laughs> when you lead up with the trees have a plan, sounds like they're going to intervene. But I, w I don't know how it would have felt if it had been like, oh, we have been watching the forest for millennia. You, the bad batch, are the only ones who know. I'd be like, I, I, I'm done. I don't know if I hate this See, or not. <laughs> I think it's more than just communing with nature, right? It's the planet. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the wildlife are in that whole circle of life. Mm -hmm. And they're like, trust us, we will help you. We want See, to protect our world, right? And also eat you if you venture into the shadow lands. Well, I mean, Gunji said, like, he said, he said, he's like, as long as you don't pose a threat, they will not attack you. And he and showed see, he showed that <clears throat> at the sorry. No Spicy. Um <laughs> at the end when uh the um Trandoshan guy, commander, was like mm. punching the the Kinrath and uh he, Gunji just takes the lightsaber and turns it off and just stands there. Mm. Didn't use the force or anything, he just stands there. And then the Kinrath only attack him and then they take him up and they leave Gunji by himself. Which is yeah, I mean, so. the o the only thing that kind of annoyed me a little, uh, again, it, it's not something where I'm going to, like, hold a grudge till the end of my days, but annoyed me a little bit was, like, so what happened to us on Dantooine, then? So, like, I, I wouldn't... They didn't care. They were yeah. mutated and agitated, so they are just attacking everything. Um, see, with them showing them right away in the beginning, as they landed, mm -hmm. it was just kind of like, the trees have a plan. Yeah, it's them. <laughs> so you, yeah, yeah, it's them. It's, like you would, you would have thrown me if it was a red herring, and it turned out like you know one, maybe like a baby thunderbird or something like that that they showed from the um from Fallen Order that you ride to get back. Mm, oh yeah, yeah. Like if there were smaller ones or more of those cats, monkeys, mm. things, whatever. Like just a, a whole herd or something, or even the fucking trees themselves and the vines. Like do yeah. you, like remember when Kashyyyk almost like a, the Witcher when, thing when the vines mm. come in and wrap up. Geralt and shit. You watch out. What are you? What are you talking about? 
Are you talking about the Netflix show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not acknowledging that. It was pretty good. <laughs> I thought you were going to say election or something. It is. It was election. You played election. It was good. It was actually so good. Mutated, I recommend it. it. No, I've seen it. It's oh, just like okay. the mutated, like weird beast legend thing. I'd rather you talk about the one from Nightmare of the Wolf that oh. showed up, and that one was yeah, that was, was what good we too. Know from the game, right? Mm. But like at that point, even the trees, because in Fallen Order you have those vine things that come down and like try to eat you constantly. Yeah. Oh my but, god. Like, yeah, was, oh yeah. I was expecting was more called. things like that when they said the trees, right? I'm just like yeah. the trees didn't do shit. It was the Kinra. Yeah, well, yeah. the trees talk to the Kinrath and tell them, oh, stop putting your webs here and go actually use them for a... Mm -hmm. No, right? So it's just like, they're just like, oh, yeah, we'll just lead them into Kinrath territory. Like, you... The fact that you say, we need to speak for the trees, mm. and you know you're going to do that, almost seems kind of misleading and a little bit fucking underhanded. I... Just to be like, yeah, we're going to lead them into this trap that it's natural, and we're going to use these creatures against yeah. them. But we can't say that, because then it sounds like we're taking advantage of them. So we're going to speak with nature. Don't tell them the plan. You, you know what you know what I would have loved if when they spoke with the trees, they're putting it. I don't know why I'm using this voice, but it's my favorite, like obnoxious voice. Yeah. Um, like they're putting their hands up, hit the trees with the spiders, they'll attract them. <laughs> the trees say that there's a plan. I can see the future. The kid is gonna attack the Trandoshan. becomes strongest in the universe and then doesn't do shit with it. <laughs> It's my favorite, like, obnoxious, like, mystic voice. <laughs> oh, God. I know you were going to do that. <laughs> I'm dead. Anything else for this episode, boys? Uh, I watch all, I want, <laughs> all I want is for these episodes to have... Some me, sort of arc. For, the, for them to connect in a way where it's just like... I'm glad that we watched those, and I'm uh, the only thing I'm glad of right now, and it's not even that glad. It's just that they're here. First. Yeah, because, you know what? Yeah, at least that way, you know, we're not just like, oh my god, that was, that was crazy! I can't believe I did that. This is only mid season. What are they gonna do? Six episodes of fluff. I mean, like, I hate yes, them. yeah. I gotta right? say, so I got. Sorry, I, go I, I just gonna say, like, I gotta say, like, you know, even if these episodes are like filler, right? Week to week. I'm actually not terribly upset about them. Because you've seen the trailer. No. Well, I mean, I know what I'm, I'm expecting-ish. Like, it's very loose in terms of, like, I know something's going to happen regarding these characters. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, it's just like, you know, not having Star Wars for a long time and then being able to have some amazing series like Rebels and, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Andor and stuff like that coming in, right? The fact that we have... A continuation of the animation team stuff and that they're able to play in the animation sandbox and improve their skills and tell stories with characters that you know when bad batch first started and they're like season one episode one bad batch we're like we don't really care about the bad batch and mm. we're not really interested to do it like to even see where it's going right and like the fact that there's a second season now that we're watching through mm -hmm. like I, I i know that we don't have a lot of I don't know, like, uh, connection with the Bad Batch and Omega, really, right? Apart from, you know, Boba Fett is out there and Omega's kind of like the Boba Fett and, like, all this stuff. And, like, they want to protect Omega and then the Bad Batch is here and they have connections to other characters and, like, Cody's got pulled in now and Rex is in here and all this stuff. Like, we get, we get little teases to, like, characters that they're going to have connections with. And I feel like they're just, like, the... Like, when I think of the Bad Batch, I think of, like, the ragtag group of, 
like commandos essentially that kind of put their skills together to do these odd missions and the, these odd squad not really though <laughs> because they're not they're not omega squad like they they take place i guess I'm they take the place you. of right but like they're, they're omega squad <laughs> yeah yeah there you go um but like they're, they're working for sid and like what do you expect when you're working for sid odd jobs until yeah. that ends I'm not expecting anything else but odd jobs. So right? maybe the Empire finally hits this planet, they have to flee and they get or separated. Or Sid, you know, whatever happens, right? Like maybe yeah. she's pissed off that they killed a whole bunch of Trandoshans and she's like, I'm done. I don't think that's going to be the case. Oh, right, no. she is not. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be the case. But, you know, like there's, there's, there's enough episodic stuff that's happening here that I'm okay with it because they're bringing characters in that I, I, I didn't think I would have wanted to see post Order 66. Mm-hmm. Cody didn't didn't think he was ever going to come back. Then they brought him in. I'm like, okay, cool, he's back. And then we have some now other character. Gone. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Until we see him again, which I 100% think we're going to in this in the rest of the season. Otherwise, why bring him back? Then so that they can set up Cody or who knows Rex, right? right. And then um, you know, Gunji's in here now. It's like, okay, well, there's another Jedi that we know that is alive, and is that going to be well? Is that going to be pulled into Jedi Fallen Order? Is Gunji gonna like? Is there gonna be a Gunji uh, meetup with Cal Kestis in Fallen Order or Fa- See, Jedi Survivor? Right? Like, there's all these threads that, as these characters get pulled in, it's like it opens so many doors. But also, in, in the individual episode, it it literally just is like, here's a character, cool, right? I, and then you're I like, see, well, not that, really. That train of thought, yeah. while hopeful, is very dangerous Maybe. because while it opens a lot of those doors, you're closing a bunch too. Think of if if Gunji was to meet uh, Cal. Sure. Gunji's already secondary. They've given him his episode of Shine. You put him in with a main character who's already been established for the last few years. Oh, Gunji yeah. was a youngling the last time. And now this is Cal's game. You put him into it. He's going to be pushed to the side. Maybe. Maybe he's going to be here for a mission. Cool. If that's the case, it, he, it has to be short. It has to be sweet. And it's we'll see you again next time or somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. Like, like you have but, opportunity to do stuff now. Or or you just leave them out for a while again and don't cheapen them that way. Because then you can be like, we already did it. And who knows? If you go, oh, we don't. You just, yeah. you, you might even lose that character. Whereas something like you mentioned Omega and Boba out there, right? I don't ever want them to meet. No, I don't either. Point. I'm just saying, like, that, mm. that was a connection that we realized. We're like, oh, crap. Like, they're pretty much the same person. Because they're exactly. unaltered clones. And you're like, which is which interesting. Is why, like, if, they, if they ever were in the same room, we have too much with both of them now to be like, who's going to assert dominance in this point? If they fight, <laughs> what are we going to think? Oh, well, she has all this experience from this. Well, he has all this experience from that. Well, well let's not, let's not it, pull it, a Loki, okay? In, yeah. It turns into which who's better at that point. Yeah, and yeah. then it just becomes a fan contest. And then I think they're two different killed. people at this point. Like, <laughs> like Omega's not jaded by the galaxy yet, whereas Boba already is a bounty hunter and he's far into it. And he's seen see, some shit. And and I'm actually surprised that I'm the outlier here, because I wouldn't mind if they met. Um however, I do not want them to be like buddy buddy by the end of it. I don't think they they're two um, separate people. Like yeah, they and, are and that that's why. That's because it wouldn't make sense yeah, to me given their she's history. But it should be like an unspoken like, kind of there's something I yeah. I feel like I know about you, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Like leave it. I, I, could, I, can imagine, it yeah, I could imagine the first meeting being like, you know, Boba learns about this, like they know they know enough about each other to realize what they are. 
and Bulba being like, oh man, do you remember, do you have any memories of Django? And Omega being like, who's Django? Yeah. Why would I care? And Bulba's like, well, fuck you then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then later on, you know, they meet up and, and, you know, see each other, or, you know, something brings them together, they see each other's skills, it's like, all right, sis, I guess if you ever need help, let me know, but otherwise, I'm going to do my thing. And Omega's like, yeah, I'm going to do my thing. I don't even think that he would do that. Uh, no. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And I'm just spitballing here. No, I know, um, yeah. Yeah, and I like again. I don't know if I'd actually like seeing that. It's just like what I could see them Happening. doing. Yeah, in the yeah. series. Yeah, it, because I see them with conflict in that. Because like, remember, oh, you you don't like crime lords, and you're doing a thing that hurt people. I'm trying a new thing. Hmm, yeah. Maybe I'll yes, help yeah. you. Oh, the meow. <laughs> I just can't wait to see I said crime Morrison with a wig. Specifically, no, I, I know, I know. But I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna let that go. That that is that is a pure ball of hatred in my heart. Yep. Um, but. The, the other thing, speaking of, I guess, optimism versus pessimism, because I, I was saying it like um, I'm concerned about how many doors they're opening for a different reason. Okay. Um, and I do, you know, it, it is, I, I mean, no offense when I say this, Dan, it is a very Dan take to to look at this opportunity and see um, it as a good thing. And I'm not necessarily saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying one thing that I've seen as I point behind me, so all of the I know you're going to, yeah. It. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I hark on it a lot because it has. Warhammer 40K um, that was something I wanted for ages and ages when I got into it. You know, I want to know everything about the Primarchs. I want to know everything about the Emperor. I want to know every minor detail of the Horus Heresy. Now you're all I, have is I, I w- yeah, I wish the Hor- I wish the Horus Heresy books had either not come out or been like 20 books instead of like the 87 we're at now. Yeah, because it's too much. And once oversaturation once you- of a market is, and yeah. Star Wars is getting there. Yeah. We had a huge oversaturation last like three years, four years. Well, yeah, and especially because then you see that same thing happen with High Republic, right? And it's this intense oversaturation with stuff we don't care about because once they teach us, hey, you like this character, they're gone next novel. Well, let me Um, just put it out here for you as well. We're not going to have a break with Star Wars for a while because we are Mm -hmm. having this series go to the end of March. Mandalorian. In March, we have the Mandalorian start up. And then in May, we have Vision Season 2. Yeah. And that's why, at least for me... Yeah, like we have other series coming out too, like Book of Boba Season 2 eventually, and and Ahsoka, and all this other (laughs) stuff, right? And and that, But that's why for me, like, every time we go through this, it is never like, oh, this is the... Well, I guess Visions, but it's never... It's almost never, this is the one thing I'm now fully excited for. It's always, I hope it's good, I hope it's good. Yeah, it's like, what's the next thing? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, you blink for a second, and then the Horus Heresy and Warhammer Plus are out, and I just hate everything that they're putting out. And it just is it, it when when it's it's the same kind of same thing with the sequels, right? Once you can see that it's releasing for money, and not because it's something that they want to be making, yeah, um, that's when it all starts crumbling down. Yeah, yeah. tumbling down. Tumbling down There's but, a steep slope with oversaturation yeah. in an entertainment market, and like. Yeah. All of us are seeing right now and have like experienced over the last three weeks the D and D stuff with Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we haven't really <laughs> talked about this on the podcast. It's not really related, but in terms of entertainment, yeah. it is because the oversaturation in the D and D market is huge. Like last this last year, we've had seven books released with less content. Oh, yeah. Wait, with less content than yeah, the year yeah. before, which was only four books. Yeah, put that into perspective, yeah. right? There's it, less it creativity something. being given to, like, being put into each entertainment piece, mm. and they're just trying to shove it into your face so you purchase it. See, we only have a subscription to Disney Plus, right? So, 
regardless of what episodes come out on whatever series comes out, we're probably going to watch it because we have the subscription for it. Do we have to pay yearly? No, you can pay monthly if you want to. And only, like, wait till the series ends and then buy a subscription for the month, watch the entire series, and then end the subscription and then do it again for the next series. You can do that. Mm. Most people don't. And I'm not one of yeah. those people. Like, I have the subscription for the entire year, right? So I see where they're going with stuff. And they've just opted this year um, about 20 bucks for the year, mm. right? So it has gone up. Um, but the thing that is scary, you're right, is... Are we going to get oversaturated with mm. content to the point where we're not going to enjoy what's coming out? And it's like, they've nailed think... some things, but oh, they yeah. need to and make sure why, that they that's do. That's the important thing, though, like, because there's oversaturation, but then there's just like, we're just giving you a ton of great stuff. And like, at that point, you're just like, sure. Yeah. yeah. Because it's, there's it's more the... things. It's when they're so crap and they won't acknowledge it's crap, but you know it is, and they keep sho- and they keep shoveling it towards you, and you're just like, stop. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, don't, I, I yeah, I wouldn't call the Bad Batch crap. Not at all. It's Not at all. it's a fun adventure. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an but, adventure, entertaining. You know, yeah, but considering the last show we had come out before this, it is just very unfortunate. It's very different. Yeah. Oh no, it's just very unfortunate. The Bad Batch is following up Andor. Yeah, that's true. You get writing that suspenseful, and then after the Bad Batch, or sorry, during the Bad Batch, we get Mando season three. Oh yeah. So like, there's gonna be some interesting juxtaposition here because we're coming out of Andor into the Bad Batch. Halfway through Bad Batch, we're getting Mando. Mando's gonna end as Bad Batch. Bad Batch ends, and then we continue Mando for a few more episodes. Mm. It's gonna be interesting. yeah, so my my philosophy, at least for me, just for me, has always been um, you trust the creator who's putting out the content until they burn you enough times. And then once you do, you don't necessarily need to step away from it completely, but you, I would never trust them again. So a completely different example would be CD Projekt Red for me. Ooh, um, okay. Phantom Liberty is going to come out sometime this or next year. That's the DLC for Cyberpunk. Yeah. yeah, and they have said they have been they have said so many times it has more content in it than any DLC, including Blood and Wine. Yeah, I don't and I'm believe like, you. Exactly. I'm like, I don't believe you because You've you told me that. that Cyberpunk was going to be the biggest thing ever, and I'd say it's if they released it, with- no, like not as bad as it was. I think it would have been, but oh, they completely missed it. Yeah, if they'd released it a year later, it would have been a completely yeah. different story. But as it came out, I'd be like, it's around the same as Witcher 3. Yeah. I, you know, maybe less. But um, so Star Wars has burned me already. Um, and so there are certain Star Wars projects where I would have much more faith in it, like Vision Season 2, um, because I love, you know, almost every Visions thing. The thing with that, um, though, even, is they're just like, hmm. go into the sandbox and have fun because it's not canon. You can do that, whatever you want. That, yeah, that's the other asterisk. Yeah, yeah I, I was going to mention that as well. It's all different studios it's not one studio being pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed it's all different you're allowed to have fun you can do whatever you can break I know, everything yeah i know ed hates it but i love the light speed yeah and if it was yeah, anyone but trigger i'd hate it and i am not even going to pretend it's not a huge bias for towards trigger yeah um, <laughs> but you know that's why i then see trigger or you know uh vision season two and even if uh because i think you were saying this is non-japanese studios this time yeah right? this is all over the world yeah which still, i, I love that ed called that mm. Ed, yeah, you called awesome. that shit you're like you'll be so cool if we had this because yeah. i was listening we we're editing the youtube video for ronin 
And in that, he's like, yeah, like, wouldn't it be interesting if we had stuff from, like, South America and stuff like that? It's like, well, we have stuff from South America coming up. So I'm, that's I'm really so cool. hyped for... Um, I've never seen animation from, like, South America or anything like that. So I'm excited to see what it looks yeah. like. I, I mean, the one the one that I'm... I think I've probably talked about it, uh, the episode we, that we mentioned it. But um, the one I'm super looking forward to is the French one. Uh, yeah, me too. Dofus, uh, those two. Holy shit, those guys. Like, that is some of the closest to anime stuff I've ever seen in my life. And it's good. So good. So, like, if we can... I'm so excited to see... I'm hope, do. I don't know if they're the ones who are doing it, um, but if they are, it's going to be amazing. But yeah, this is going to be sick, right? Um, and if it ends up burning me, then next time I go in for Visions 3 with caution, and then if that burns me, it's like, okay. Well, I'll bring a burn hill if that happens. It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll just have an ice pack ready. But, you know, it, it's... You be cautiously optimistic about everything until it just is a deluge of garbage. Right? Yeah. Like, there yeah. are certain... I'm not, you know, there are certain companies. Uh, should I name? I don't. Okay. You know what EA. <laughs> I, they the have they have brought in Jedi it. Fallen Order and Survivor, and they they did just delay Survivor. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah I for a month that. to yeah. fix bugs and polish up. I'm a like broken. Good. A broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. And so it's just going to be that. Yeah. Survivor comes out. Cool. I'm gonna wait to see what people say. Because I don't trust them, you know. That's why I trusted the first. Uh, well, vaguely trusted the first um, Fallen Order, because oh, it was okay. like because when the leaks started coming out of them being like they're ignoring it because it's a single player game. It's like, oh, EA is not involved. This might be good. And it oh was. my god, it's good. Yeah, it's it's. I'm you know I've got my own stupid bias because it's uh, poor. It's the poor man's Sekiro. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just it's a button masher. No, it is. And it's no. not a, depending on the difficulty you play on. Yes. Yeah. Easy. Oh yeah. What difficulty did you play? Wait, I, I don't know. know. It was like normal. I always play on normal because I want to oh, enjoy no, the game. I, I played. I played it on the hardest. Yeah. So. I know. Exactly. Master. Yeah. Because because they were like it's like Sekiro, and I was like, cool. Let's test it. And I looked I at like, the trophies. Oh, no animation. Yeah, I'm like, uh -oh. is there no difficulty trophy? Thank God, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> now, when, when they told me that, I was like, cool. I love Sekiro. It's my favorite FromSoft game. Elden Ring hadn't come out at that point, but still, Sekiro is still my favorite. Um, so I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's see if it really is like Sekiro. And the answer was almost. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna come close to what FromSoft created as an original system for like staggering and it, stuff. It's, it's really close. It's, it's but it's not. Close. It's not. It's just yeah. unpolished. Yeah. Yeah. And then the thing so is too, they're they're updating the game with like more um, dynamic fighting and stuff like that too. So like they're they're they've listened oh, yeah. to what I'm, people I'm have not, said, which is great. I'm not saying I'm expecting Survivor to be a oh I know perfect second no, right? but it's it gonna be good. Go oh, yeah. you mean that? I, I thought you were talking about freaking Cyberpunk. I'm just like they better not be charging a whole buttload of money for it because oh, they probably be laughing at them. It's like fifty bucks probably. <laughs> 50, 60 bucks, I bet. Oh hey. Anyway, but we got Andrew Selpa. Look at him. Yo, I'll be down. Guys, this is part of the big money, please. Promise we won't fuck this one up too. It's just, yeah. So we'll see, right? Um, the bad match. Any other yeah, thoughts? We have, we have bit, <laughs> I think that's it, eh? That's it. That's it. All that right, guys. Sense. Thank you for listening. Let's get into the outro. Welcome to the outro of the bad match. Season 2, Episode 6, Tribe. If you also enjoyed Gunji's, you know, cameo appearance and seeing Kashyyyk in animation for the first time, which we forgot to talk about on the air, that 
is really cool. And I want to hear your thoughts on Gunji's underbite and or him returning to Kashyyyk and or Kashyyyk being in animation for the first time. Noma, how can they let us know? Or sorry, not Noma. Ed, how can they let us know where and what they can say and how they can say it in what way can they say it to us so we can tell them thank you on the air and read their comments? But who should they say it to? Ooh. Well, I'll let you know. All hate mail uh, goes to Noma. Right. <laughs> Noma at voicetheforce.com. You'll get hate mail back. Don't even worry. Yo, God. <laughs> That's why we give it to Noma. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, if you do want to reach out and contact us, please do. You can find all this information over at voicetheforce.com. I will plug that merch shop just as we always do because, <laughs> you know, buy, buy the shirt. No, no. Buy, buy the shirt. Underwear. We got Buy we got them. The shirt. Buy the underwear. We have a thong. <laughs> you know, for all you adventurous <laughs> Star Wars only fans. Okay. Now we you can contact us by email. We are at connect at voice of the force.com. I think we just came social... up with a new business plan, guys. No, we didn't. Voice of the force on OnlyFans? Who needs Patreon? Noma get, Noma, get those boxers ready. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> On Twitter, on Instagram, we are at VoiceForcePod. If you retweet anything we put up, repost anything we put up, our new episode tweets, etc., it really does help with growing the listener base, and we really do appreciate it. This way, a lot more people can see it. Your friends can see it easier. Your family can see it easier. You can see it easier if you search us up, try to show us somebody. Uh, but please, listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, audible in all major podcast platforms if you do leave us a five-star review and a comment it will help with that visibility just like retweeting reposting and plus a bonus if you do subscribe or follow which is pretty much free like no not pretty much it is free right so you'll get any update on the show whether it be a post we have whether it be an episode upload anything like that you will get that as soon as it releases it's very 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 easy if you you know your phone has those turned on automatically unless you've turned them off for any reason. So please subscribe or follow. Thank you, Ed. And, and remember, remember. Nope. <laughs> that's all you got. If I it, okay, well then in that case, <laughs> and remember, if you ever ask have to ask yourself, can I kick it? Yes, you can. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Well, I'm gone. Go on, then. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I love you. Oh, what was that from? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That is... in the Because be in the beginning, I was like, it's Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that, that is from? The, that is the only song of theirs I know. Uh, it's uh, uh, Tribe Called Quest. Oh, oh okay. With, uh, I forgot his name for a second, Wrecker and Omega going through a scrapyard on, I, I've, I've honestly forgotten what planet they're on, um, Sid's planet, uh, and they're going through junk, and, and they basically get some stuff back and uh, bring it. That's and, the last episode, uh, Noma. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> I, everything's blending together into one episode. For that me. happens right, when you watch two again. episodes back to back.
basically. Okay, this episode. No, weren't they, weren't they looking through a No, that was the last no, no, one. He's, yeah. he's right, because they, they find the compass. It's the beginning of the compass, yeah. To, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh God! Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, all, I, I all the bad batches is blending It's because we were just talking about <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. yeah. Okay. Um, 